I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on November 1st, 2020 to hit the internets that very same day. You can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, um, Amazon, I think has podcast. I think I'm there. Yeah, I believe so. Podbean, FM player. <laughs> I see FM player, like anyone listens through through there. Uh, and follow the show on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. It's November 1st. It is La Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, or All Saints Day. Those are two things that mean nothing to me. I am not Mexican, nor am I religious. So I hope you're enjoying those because I look at it and any other day that I wake up and say, this is my life. Yeah, really positive. So anyways, enough of that. And, uh, you know, started the show a little different. You know, I figured we'd do a, a cover of a song, and then at the end we'll play the original. Huh? I mean, come on, this is a DJ. This is rocking the ones and twos. Huh? Ninth Caller gets movie passes. Huh? What are we talking about, huh? <laughs> oh, boy, that's only two. Two. Can't bring the whole family. Two passes. So, I promised you a podcast before the election, and this is the great election of our times. And, uh, wow, oh, wow, I'll tell you, there are lots of scenarios in play. Lots of scenarios in play. Um, Man. You got some people say it's going to be a landslide Biden, landslide Trump. You know all that. Why, why am I going through it all? I saw a great tweet, and I think it was actually stolen a, f- a few hundred times. It's like there's a 90% chance that Biden will win. But if someone told you there's a 1 in 10 chance that there's a bomb in your car, you're going to be sweating. You're going to be sweating bullets, you know, putting the key in the ignition and turning. Um, I, I, man, oh, man, it depends on the hour what I think is going to happen. I could see Trump winning those states that he won last time. I could see it almost being like the exact same electoral college, honestly. Um, I do feel that Trump supporters, I don't know if they've actually multiplied like gremlins, um, but uh, I think they may be louder than they were before when before it was kind of like, you know, I don't really want to be known. Now it's like, hey, look at me, whipping it out and showing it. You know what I mean? So I'm not exactly sure. You could go with the whole idea that, you know, this is my opinion. I'm, I'm not. This isn't a political show, but I think Trump's a rotten guy, and I think a lot of people have noticed over the last four years this is not what I want. Now, at the same time, I mean, people look at Biden. They say, "Well, is he embracing the radical left?" I mean, I, I, I'm someone that is 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 never someone that will just say, "I will take all blue. I'll take all red." Uh, I think Biden is not a radical person whatsoever. I don't think he's one of these crazy progressives. Um, but I could understand if people wanted to make the case that he's going to be influenced by them because I do think there's some sort of um, diminished capacity there. And if he were to win, I don't think he's going to run for a second term um, because he will be 82. Why do we continue to allow geriatric human beings the most difficult job in the entire world? Like, why? how is this possible? People are allowed to do it at 35. No, I get it. Most 35-year-olds are not ready to say, hey, hey, I'm ready to pull the strings. Here we go. I'll grease some palms. Hey, kissing babies, the whole deal, all that shit. But wh- how did it go from 35 to 78? And what's Trump, 73? I'm sorry, why are older people doing this? This this is, it boggles my mind that because, I mean, you, you, you can look at the figurehead that it, it, the person is. I mean, just, you know, they have, look at the team surrounding them. And think people forget that. Um, ooh, that was a loud snap. Sorry about that. Speaking of the snap, huh? Well, we got to, well, it's not speaking of the snap whatsoever, but we're drinking another homebrew. Last one, last one. Kind of went to town this week. Um, Kind of went to town. It's a Harvest Ale. I think I said in the last podcast. Um, definitely went to town this week. We got a foster dog. Um, she's a handful. She's gorgeous. She just went on the website to be adoptable today and, or yesterday. Got about five inquiries already. And uh, we are on the precipice of adopting her. She is a wonderful, I'm sure, stop me if you heard this one before, all right? She is a wonderful dog inside this house. The biggest snuggle, cuddle, bug, whatever you want to say in your absolute life. Um, she's a handful, though, on the leash. She's a handful when she sees other dogs. It's uh, it's a learning process, and we're ready for it. Um, it's it's not going to happen overnight, but it's exhausting. You know, me and my wife, we do the whole walk. We do, you know, over a 30-minute walk. Oh, this is so great. Oh, this is beautiful. Excuse me. This is beautiful. Oh, I love it. Oh, this is so positive. I'm so happy about this. We see two dogs, and it's just like we come back like dripping in sweat. Just like, oh my god, this dog's gonna fucking kill us. Um, that's where training comes in. That's where decompression from the dog comes in. So uh, I, I mean, we haven't completely committed to the adoption yet, but uh, I think we're pretty close. So that's I've been drinking more. So I can understand you people that have kids. My God, 
Is it magnified by that? I imagine, right? Because it's actually a human. Whew. But that's what we're drinking. Uh, but back to the election for a second. I mean, we're, 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 we're just days away. I mean, you might be listening to this on Monday. It could be, could be tomorrow that we're doing this whole thing. And I don't think there's a chance that uh, the election is going to be called that day. I think the mail-in votes. I mean, and, and I hate pulling this card and, 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 you know, having the old measuring contest here in California and being one of those people. But I don't understand why every state doesn't just make it as simple as California. You get the mail-in vote. You do it. And then you can actually track your progress online of where your vote is. Like, this shouldn't be this big mysterious thing. You know, I, I will say, and if you want to call me, uh, oh, Brian's starting to turn liberal or, or he's, he's a progressive, I've always thought the idea of voter suppression was silly. And it was, not that it was silly, but it was not nearly as common as people made it out to be. Tell me about all these court hearings going on right now, all these judges ruling on votes. See, here's the thing. You want to say that some kind of like mail-in vote is shady or whatever, that's fine. You cannot do that shit after people already voted. That is that is just inc- that is just wrong. You want to say you can't do that a certain way beforehand? That's fine. I mean, you say, hey, listen, you know, we're gonna make it harder for you to vote. I'm, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not condoning it, but it's just like, no, you know, at least the law is saying that you still have an option to vote, you know, and do this. I wonder if it's almost set up this way, where it's like we're gonna have these judges rule on things. And then they're going to have people go vote in person. And then they say, oh, well, look, well, now we counted this one. Oh, look, it's voter fraud. I mean, it has to be thrown out. There are so many things in play because Trump's insane. And, uh, I mean, the idea of integrity or legitimacy of a, an election. I, listen, all politicians are scum, but I think Trump's on another level. Uh, the whole Hunter Biden thing with Joe. I mean, I think there's probably more truth to it than falsehood. Um, but, unfortunately, for the people pushing that agenda, that story's done. It's over. Like, you missed your 36-hour window to show all the goods. It said, oh, well, here's a picture of, uh, you know, Joe, you know Hunter Biden with a meth pipe in his mouth. Okay, well, you know, how does that impl- implicate Joe? You got this random guy who is Hunter Biden's business associate, and he's like, I will tell the truth. Dude, you got to move on in these days. You got to do it within 36 hours, or it is in the rear view mirror. You, I mean, seriously, you, you can't wait on this shit. Like, no one cares about that. Grant, I will say this. I think there was some serious censorship by social media, and you know, there's here, here. This is this is where I have an issue with it. The excuse was, well, it hasn't been collaborate or cooperated yet. Cooperate, 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 and that hasn't been confirmed. Which you know, whatever you want to say, confirmed. I can use that excuse if it weren't for every other piece of information on Twitter that is not confirmed. You know what I mean? It's just like uh, you're gonna, we're gonna draw the line here. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just. It's a little, little dicey, and I get it. It's, it's a much larger, you know, I could say I have a fake Jack Curry tweet, but it's, at the same time, it's like, well, you know, this is a little more important, Brian. It's the democracy of the country. It's a presidential election, and you're 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 faking a Mike Francesa tweet to say that he hates Joe Beningo. You know, it's a little different. But, uh, I mean, you could see, listen, you see Joe Biden winning in a landslide. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Trump's winning in a landslide at all. Um, I, I could see Trump winning again. And I'm basically saying everything here just so the next podcast and say, I told you out of the 17 different options, I mean, I was right. Uh, I can see Trump winning the uh, losing the the, the political, the, the political, the, the popular vote and actually having a larger, uh, you know, discrepancy in terms of votes with the, with the popular vote and still winning an electoral college. I, 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 and I don't believe these polls. And, I, and I'll say I don't understand because I saw some article and, and I think it's widely, you know, the perception is that Republicans lie to pollsters. I saw something that said 70 percent of Republicans said they lied to pollsters, while 60 percent of Democrats did, too. What is the point of lying to pollsters? Like, that seems like a middle school thing to me. I don't know. I, I don't really understand that. Is it just say... I mean, I guess from the Republican point of view, it's like we're making the mainstream media because, like, you know, majority of the media is what, at least 70, 80 percent is, is liberal. But just like you're you're lying to Fox News polls, too. Like you're, you're I, I don't I don't I don't understand. It. I, I don't. It seems like some sort of temporary glee um, for really the greater good. And you're kind of I don't know. Is that to, like, inspire Trump to do more, too? Like, be like, come on, get on your ass. Let's make sure we got this. Let's put that, let's get that insurance run, cherry on the Sunday sort of shit. Um, my friend, who's actually conservative, uh, but not a Trump fan at all, actually signed up for some of those text alerts for charity. Uh, not charity. <laughs> yeah, right. Charity with Trump. Um, for With Trump. I mean, they are outrageous. Let me read some of them to you here. So it's all about, like, uh, donating to the campaign and everything. Um, let's see here. So... 
basically Trump says, and this defies fiscal knowledge or even reality of what the administration is going to match if you donate. First of all, if you're donating $5 and the administration's donating $5, even if it's just like a match like that, um, how, how does that work when you're trying to raise money? That seems like it's counterintuitive. But I mean, the numbers used for this are just outrageous. So I'll read from the the first few he showed me here. Okay. President Trump, President, this is supposed to be President Trump talking. Eight days out from election day, I need you to step up again, capitals. I won't win big, capitals, without you. 850% matching for the next 30 minutes. 30 minutes only, and they'll donate 800. So you donate a dollar. The Trump administration will donate $850, which, again, really defies logic. Um, next year will be our best year yet, capitals. But if we only secure a victory, capital, can you chip in $10 to help us win, capital? Donate 850%. Uh, let's see here. Next text, breaking. Biden asked for $100 million. I don't really know what that really means. Because uh, all it says is President Trump doesn't have mega donors. He needs you to win. Who did he ask for $10 million? I must have missed that. Maybe he did. I mean, who knows? He knows people, high po big pockets. I get it. All right. So later on, President Trump, do you want to be on the top one donor list? Eric and Don told me you're just one donation away. My friends never donated any money, by the way. Claim your 850% match to join. Oh, President Trump saying again, do you want to be on? All right, we already got that one. Oh, here's the, you want a signed book. He didn't do anything. Ted Cruz, I signed my book for you, Dan Crenshaw. I want you to have my signed book. So Ted Cruz and Dan Crenshaw are, are just they're basically throwing books at you. Like imagine a violent librarian. They're just throwing it. Donate $50 and claim the book now. All right. So here we go. Final notice. Your match was upgraded 875% for the next hour. Don't share. Don't share. I'm already violating by talking about it. He violated it and I'm violating it here. President Trump asks us to send a special link to you. Claim the match. We chose you to receive President Trump's final 875% match. We're in the final stretch, and we need you to win. Don't wait. Donate now! <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> um, let's see. Congrats. President Trump... I know this is going on too long, but I'm, I'm getting to it. Just, just bear with me here. Congrats. President Trump selected you to be the first ever Trump supporter to receive a 925% match. That, that was me dropping my phone. I just can't even, I can't even, I can't even deal with it. He will look for your name in two hours, capitals. Claim now. Next text. This Saturday, it's almost time to see President Trump in Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay. Next one. President Trump, I'm about to review the donor list like fucking Santa Claus. He's going to check it twice. Will you step up, friend? He's helping the stakes, by the way. 950% match live. First time ever. Act now. All caps. Here we go. We're pacing behind our deadline goal. Oh boy. President Trump's doing something he's never done before. Never, never, never. Wait, there's more. All gifts, 975% matched for one hour. Donate now, capitals. We can't let Biden and Kamala destroy, capitals, the nation. This is your last capitals chance. I'm not doing it totally wrong to make an impact and help us win. Donate for a 975 percent match. I mean, it's almost like uh, imagine if they got to a thousand. I mean, is that is that is that possible? Oh, oh, but it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so yes, uh, get ready, get ready. Um, you are one of the top supporters. President Trump shows a select group for an end of month one thousand percent match you're one of the last remaining now don jr's talking our last end our last end of month deadline is here if we don't crush it uh we risk losing everything a thousand percent match to fight for donald trump fox news alert trump and Biden to share mallet with magic mushrooms sex education oh oh those are probably in certain states man oh man i mean that is and i know i took up a lot of your time reading all those texts wow First of all, how stupid are you if you actually donated when it's 850% and you missed out on 1,000? So we'll just put it that way. I know, I know. I'm showing my bias. I'm showing them how much I dislike Trump, yada, yada, yada. I get it. I mean, this, this is a, but I, I want to say this. I want to say this. And I know people that listen to this podcast are Trump supporters or they like Trump over Biden and they're going to vote for Trump. I get it. I, I, I actually encourage, not encourage, I'm not going to say I encourage it, but I do like difference of opinion. I, I really do. My timeline is something that is very, very different all the time. 
Uh, your timeline is something that's very different. Shut up. Stop smelling your own ass. But the idea that we're in the middle of a pandemic, and you get to say you want to take it seriously, and, oh, 99%, you know, recovery and all that. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and we have a president who won't wear a mask, won't encourage others to wear a mask, and says he has a plan for the pandemic, but you're only going to see it after he's elected. Like, what the fuck kind of world are we living in? Like, how can anyone go, yeah, you know, I, I like the cut of his jib there. I, I like what he's trying to say. I, I really, I, I enjoy that. That that's the, yeah, he's going to show it to us along with that medical, medical plan. Two weeks, two weeks. I just can't get, get over that shit. I really can't. There's so much about the people that support Biden and Biden and Kamala and all the Kamala, all those people that I dislike too. I really do. I dislike them. But Trump is such a repulsive little maggot. He's just, he's just the worst. And, and I, Again, like I know some people are Brian, I turn a liberal. I'm just like, no, not really. I mean, if this were anyone else, I'd probably just be shitting on both sides and do the diplomatic even Stephen game, and I don't know, vote my own name in. I mean, living in California doesn't really matter. I live in Connecticut and California. My my presidential vote has never mattered at all. But uh, so that's that. We'll leave the election at that. I mean, I, I don't know what to be thinking. And and the also thing that, that I read about Tuesdays. They're going to be like throwing in these piles of, uh, you know, mail-in ballots, like in the middle. So you're going to be watching TV and you're going to be like, oh, oh wow, so-and-so, you know, he's got that county, you know, locked up or that state looks pretty good. And then they're just going to dump a bunch of mail-in ballots on there. And it's going to be like, whoa, that just changed. Or, oh, here's all a bunch of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be, it is going to be something else and it's not going to be done. And Trump's going to, this is, this is ultimately my prediction. If you put a gun to my head and said, this is the prediction. Trump is going to unofficially declare himself the winner. Um, and, you know, every other person on Twitter, all, all of the, the sycophants, all the people that are like, who is this person? They're verified. They have MAGA all over him. I like this guy, Dan Grozino. Dan Grozino, he looks like the kind of guy who sits in the locker room at the gym and watches himself as he flexes, like, you know, flexes his, like, thigh muscles, like, in his underwear. And I, I could definitely see the, him being that guy. Um, but I, I have a feeling that Trump is going to declare himself the victor. We're going to have the mail-in stuff. Then we're going to play the court game. Before the court game is uh, is done, Biden will come out the victor. Then we're going to play a court game with one of the states, and Trump will win. That is my prediction. If I had to choose any of them, I hope I'm wrong, but if like I, I feel like that is the one that is the most accurate, and I feel that's really shitty. Um, because if you're just going to play that, I mean, you have to be a moron to think that, like, you know, Trump hasn't set this up. I mean, he's been saying voter fraud, you know, voter fraud, mail-in fraud, mail-in, his own fucking kids showing, his own kids showing the mail-in ballots the other day. He's like, oh, it's all fraud. It's just like, I I feel like we're in another world here. It's like, I can understand if I don't like someone, but this person is saying mail-in voter fraud and his kids are holding the mail-in ballots right there. So that's enough of the election. I'm sure the conservative people that like Trump on this podcast are probably done. Brian, it's over. He will be elected again, and you have another four years of material to whine and cry about. But even if he did lose, Trump is not going anywhere. That man is going to be around and have a comment about Joe Biden farting. It is going to be on and on and on and on. So let's put the election in our rearview mirror, huh? And uh, let's talk about... uh, What do we want? I got to... We're going to do a tremendous amount of baseball. Um... I got a lot of baseball stuff to talk about. I mean, the World Series just ended. Uh, and I want to say congratulations to the Lakers, but I, I hate when people do that. I want to say congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, the Los Angeles Lakers are all sitting there like a fireside chat being like, oh, oh, well, thank you very much. You're, I mean, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you acknowledging me playing baseball. That's wonderful. I don't care. I don't care. They're millionaires. I don't give a shit. Uh, I was rooting against them the whole time. And New Age Baseball has stuck its nose in life again. Uh the idea, I mean, listen, everyone shat on the idea of, uh, you know, Clayton Kershaw being taken out in that game. Didn't matter in the long run anyways, but I don't care. It's still stupid. Um, but the ultimate stupidity was the, the Rays obviously taking out Blake Snell in that game six. And it's new age baseball that's worse. I do like some ideas in the sense that if you feel you are in a critical game and this could be the make or break moment, and you bring in Diego Castillo to face a face a lineup in the sixth or seventh inning or something. I can understand that, maybe. But when you have Blake Snell pitching an amazing game, your ace, and then you take him out. See, this is the bullshit with baseball, and especially the Rays, too, because the Rays created this, but they created it out of necessity. Now they do it to be cute. 
and everyone else follows because they're idiots. And because that's what sports is. Remember the wildcat? Everyone was doing the wildcat in football. No one does it anymore. No one gives a shit. But it's this kind of crap. It's just oh, I gotta play this little game. I gotta be cute about it. Play the goddamn game. Just play it. It's just stupidity. And the race, right, race suffer the consequences, especially in this where they have exhausted relievers. I'm sorry, just hitting the table there. Exhausted relievers in less days off. I mean, that guy, I don't know who he was. He's got like a, he looks like he's serving a, a, a I don't know, he's got a beard or something. He, he's got like a stern looking square face on the race and the bullpen. He, Thompson or some, some regal name looks like serving whiskey in the Wild West or something. He dominated the Yankees and he got hit around, you know, and these guys, when they're pitching every day, there's a reason they're in the bullpen too. Let's be, let's not be stupid. They're not good to be starters. They can't pitch every day like that. They can't throw lots of pitches. I hate, I, 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 I know people don't like hearing that, you know, or like hearing like cornerbacks and, 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 and people in the secondary, they can't catch the ball. That's why they're on that side. If they could catch the ball, they'd be wide receivers. Actually, Brian, you know, really, shut up. All right. But that was sad. That's sad. The Rays didn't win. So what? I guess not that sad. How about Alex Rodriguez, too, by the way? I, I know it's talk about things that happened in the past, and it's a little bit in the rear view. But, I mean, look at that fake celebration on the desk and all the fake laughing from that whole crowd. That, that, that. Ugh. Why would Alex Rodriguez be that excited about? I mean, that was, an, that was amazing. That's one of the best playoff games I think I've ever seen. That one where uh, the... I forget the guy's name, but you know he hit the base hit, and then the the guy dropped the ball, and all that crap. You know, it was it was a great game, great game. Alex Rodriguez with the most orchestrated celebration, and all those those sycophants just laughing like those guys. If imagine if people actually laughed that much in real life, it's just it makes you sick. It really does. Like just stop it. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, but Justin Turner, Justin Turner is a tough spot. You know. First test is inconclusive. The second one, positive. In the eighth inning, a World Series game. First of all, why are they not doing rapid tests? Uh, why are these guys having to wait for, for tests? And why, you know, I mean, <laughs> shouldn't all that shit be done before the game? Um, they take him out of the game and say he can't celebrate with his teammates. You worked your whole life to get there. You know, you work your whole life to get to that moment, and they take you away from it. Now, I'm not saying you should stay away from everyone. I mean, medically speaking, you probably should. But he goes out there without a mask, does not quarantine, and it's like, oh, boy, he's around, he's around a bunch of athletes. He'll be fine. First of all, how do, how do you know that? Second of all, well, no, that's first of all. Excuse me. Let's, let's, let's stay in order here. And then second of all, not everyone's an athlete out there. There's reporters. There's media members. And you've seen a lot of these media members. They're big, fat pieces of garbage. I shouldn't say garbage. That's, but they're, they're, not, they're not athletes. And you got managers and you got coaches. He's standing there next to Dave Roberts, who apparently has it's a cancer survivor. He's sitting there in the photo. Like, I'm sorry, without a mask, he should have a mask and a shield and all that. And then I'd maybe say, okay, let's do this. That is outrageous. And, and I, I don't care. And, and I'm sure there's plenty of people that are going to say, well, 99.4 recovery rate and all that. But it's like, you know what? But again, I mean, it, I, I don't say it, I'm trying to come up with a quick analogy, but I can't. But I mean, it's just a, it's a silly, silly thing to say. It's a silly thing to say. And that's just that's that's stupid. Stupid. Uh, I do like the Dodgers won and David Price was not a part of it because uh, he's a loser. And uh, he, he he was he was too scared to play because of COVID. You know what? I'm not scared of the China flu and I would have played. So I'm surprised it wasn't talked about more. I'm surprised he wasn't on Twitter, you know, barking more. I don't know. I think I've muted him. Or he blocked me or I blocked him or something. <laughs> We've had this big beef. I know we're both so invested. Um, but that's that. Baseball's over, and I don't know what to even think about now. Basketball's probably not going to start till January, which I'm you know, I'm not really a big regular season person anyways. I said I was going to watch some football today. I uh, I made a bet. I won last week. You know, I took I teased the, the Jets. Uh, I teased the Chiefs, you know, 13 and a half points, down to 13 and a half points. They covered with the Packers, and they just had to win. And the Packers... What a pathetic performance. Usually the Packers are a good cover for me. Whenever I play with them, whenever I play with them. Thanks a lot, Aaron Rodgers. Go do more commercials or throwing things to dogs. and just, Those are all so cringe. But that that was my football experience. My, you know what I say every week? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch a little football this week. I think I'm going yeah, to watch a little football. I turn football on, go on my phone. Next thing you know, it's like, end the game. That's what we're saying here from Cleveland. It's a final. And just like, what did I just do? I just played on my phone for three hours. Um, So, I mean, baseball being gone is kind of 
I don't know how much more football I can. It's going it, to, at this point right now, I'm not going to get into sports again until probably the football playoffs. I mean, I'll have the TV on maybe on Sundays. You know, stuck with this dog. We can't really go anywhere right now. We have to try to get some sort of training for it so it doesn't, you know, hyperventilate when it sees another dog. It's not a mean thing, certainly. It's not aggressive. It doesn't bark. It just it starts shaking. It starts shaking like crazy. And we, we do have a, luckily, a neighbor. And we have a neighbor dog. We have a neighbor who has a dog. And they play well together. But she's just going to have to understand that, uh, you know, if we do adopt her, that, uh, you know, it's a process. You know, not every dog's going to want to play like, like the other dog. And... Everyone, everyone enjoying this, 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 this ridiculous topic, but, um, yeah, sports for me is kind of dead. I mean, we're gonna have this election. This might go on for a week or so, who knows, but, uh, what else in baseball? Cause honestly, that's, that's most of the uh, topics there. AJ Hinch gets a job, which it's pretty amazing. You know, you got a guy like Ron Washington who, listen, he said his, his nose candy issues, but won a pennant twice. This guy orchestrated the biggest cheating scandal in modern day history. It's a job a year after. What, what was A.J. Hinch doing before they won that World Series, too? Like, that's that's pretty terrible. Media has a hard-on for him and Cora. At least I could see the media hard-on for Cora, at least. with like, Whoa, he's a minority. He's Puerto Rican. Oh, I love him. Oh, oh look at me. I'm fucking progressive. I'm 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 Pete Abraham. I'm 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 uh, Keith Law. I'm, I'm you know, Mark Carrick, whoever. Look at me. I'm so woke. But, I mean, A.J. Hinch? Really? And I, I just don't get some of the allegiances with these people. I, I swear it's it's these people do these managers do favors for these media members and they go to bat for them like and it's like no shit Brian is that not how it works but I'm I'm just saying it's pretty ridiculous sometimes <sighs> excuse me man it is sad seeing it dark out already it's 5:45 that's so sad but AJ Hinch and I guess you know Alex Cora will get a job sometime soon too we'll all play the game oh how much he's learned no oh, go to hell drop dead. <laughs> I really like, and I'm not even trying to be like shocking or exotic. That, that's just garbage. That's just garbage. And and again, all the all the bullshit media. I mean, John Heyman will say, "Oh, it's a great hire. They've really learned from their mistake." <laughs> Shut up. <sighs> Do you like my like exasperated side? <laughs> John Lester, uh, you know John Lester. I guess what did he do? He not declined an option, but looks like his his tenure with Chicago. Speaking of it, yeah, let's completely change things. He's not going to be with the Cubs next year is basically what I'm trying to say. And, and say thank you to the city of Chicago. This is a pretty great deal. I, I mean, uh, my friend who sent me all that, uh, my friend who sent me all those uh, texts from, you know, the Trump thing here. And again, he's more of a conservative, conservative guy. Uh, he's just like, you know, I'm not a fan of Obama, blah, blah, blah. But he, he finds Trump repulsive. Uh, he just tweeted at me or text me i'm nervous for society with this election it's going to be horrible uh i don't know what to i don't know what to say back uh e- either way let's see let's 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 do this on either way the situation is flammable i know don't you wish i was texting you i mean that that's 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 what you want uh but back to uh, john lester for a second Select bars for two days. That dude is buying everyone that walks in there their first beer, if it's a Miller Lite. But still, how awesome is that? Granted, the man is infinitely richer than any of us could possibly imagine in many lifetimes. But he just said, put it on John's tab. I mean, essentially, you could go, I think there are like three or four bars. You can go three or four of those, three or four of those bars and two or three nights, and get like 10 drinks free on John Lester. That's pretty cool, man. That's really, really cool. And again, I know some people are going to throw cold water on that and say, well, he's a billionaire. Well, he's not a billionaire. He's a millionaire. Who cares? I want to see another athlete do that. And I'm and I'm sure other athletes are probably like, oh, man, he's making us look bad. I don't know. I just never really thought much about John Lester. He pitched no-hitter with the Red Sox. He can't throw to first. He's a World Series champion on two different two, – two notoriously loser teams. And uh, he's got that under his belt. And I don't know. He's just seemed – he's kind of a redneck too. But I thought – I thought that's great, honestly. I thought that was great. Uh, let's see. So I, I don't know where uh, – I, I just paused the podcast. I don't know where it ended. I had to – this dog just came in here, so I had to – deal with something and now it's just sitting here staring out the window waiting for the next the next dog and now my wife is talking to me yes yes um so uh we'll have to deal with that hopefully well i close the blinds you can't see anything but you might hear some whimpering um 
We only got a few more things to get through here. So, uh, let's see. Okay, this is not going to work. No one wants to hear that. Hey. Okay, you got to go. Hold on. Oh, the trials and tribulations of my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So, we got a few more things to talk about here. Oh, Brian. You're just going to continue this t horrible podcast. How's everyone doing, by the way, huh? We're still in all of this COVID horse shit. I'm still working from home. I actually went on a job, went on a job interview. I had a job interview last week. It was, uh, it was actually, it, it's nice when, because I, not to say too much, but there's a date of expiration with the job I have right now, and then it was actually extended. But in that meantime, I was applying to a ton of jobs. And one of the jobs, uh, you know, contacted me for an interview for a permanent position. I was like, okay, yeah, why not? My dog interrupted it several times. Uh, they thought it was hysterical. But it's it's such a nice feeling knowing when you don't really need a job to go to an interview. There's the, the lack of stress. It's just such an amazing feeling. It's such an odd question at the end of it, though. It was like, you know, all that stuff. You know, tell me what you know, makes a good worker. Or, you know, tell me about a situation where you did this. Or oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Describe it. Hey, shut up. Um, and no one's listening to this podcast, I'm, I'm sure. They, if they ever – I don't care what happens. Put it that way. Uh, I doubt that they'll listen to this. If they listen to it, I doubt that they're going to listen to it in the next few days uh, going forward with the job. Uh, but they did have an interesting question. Uh, they said, what songs define your work ethic? It was very, very odd. Very odd. And I know everyone's dying. Well, which one did you say? I, I tried to be so cool because I am. Um, obviously. I, I thought went with this one, which is more of a... a not more of a reggae song. It is a reggae song. It's Peter Tosh. You can't blame the youth because part of the job is going to be explaining things about what I'm doing to the public and other offices on different levels. Um, and I just say, you know, I want to explain it, you know, not not the youth, but, you know, the in general to the public because I feel like we can't get angry at people if they're, they're not doing things correctly and they're spreading misinformation if we don't do our due diligence and do it ourselves. And I say, oh, oh yeah. People like Peter Tosh. I mean, Peter Tosh is interesting. I know a lot of people don't care about reggae on this podcast here, but you know, you look at Bob Marley's like Martin Luther King, like Peter Tosh, like Malcolm X. I mean, I think that's the way I like to look at him. Then the other song I said, Tom Petty, I won't back down. Which I mean, come on, cornball shit to the highest extreme. But hey, why not? Right? Why the hell not? Uh, I thought they were impressed, and one of them said, oh, "Brian, you have great taste in music." And I was like, "Goddamn right, I do." Uh, but. That's what's going on in my life. Other than that, there's really not much. Thanksgiving isn't happening. You know, that's official. I know a lot of people were very concerned. They said, Brian, there's hundreds of thousands of people dying. But please tell us more about your Thanksgiving plans. Yes, it's true. It's true. Uh, Connecticut is not happening. It looks like it's just going to be too many issues. Maybe Zoom with my uh, parents. I guess my brother and his wife are not even going to, to Connecticut. I feel bad for my parents um, in that situation. Uh, this whole thing sucks. But, you know, hopefully a Zoom session will be nice. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we also thought this was a good time to foster a dog, too. You know, get that dog acclimated. So then we can actually travel. We can border and she won't be f Everything will be fine. All that shit. But uh, crazy times, man. You know, think about when we started this whole, this this nonsense, this, this, this virus shit. I mean, it was, you know, it was right around St. Patrick's Day is when I started working from home. Talk in the middle of March. And this isn't even an anti-Trump thing because, I mean, you know, look at all these other countries are going down. But just like this is what makes me think it's like this guy doesn't have a plan. Like and doesn't take it seriously and says, I have a plan, but you'll get it after Election Day. I'm sorry, like not even do the whole politics thing. It's just like this is the life we're living and I don't trust this guy to get us out of it. Now, do I think Joe Biden's going to walk through the door with his magic wand and, you know, fly around like, you know, Cinderella's godmother and make a pumpkin into a stagecoach and all that shit? No, but I do have a little more faith that due diligence will be done. Here, here's the thing, though. Trump has created this world of people who won't wear masks, these people that are out, out of their minds. If Biden wins and tells people to wear masks, these people will defiantly not wear them anyways, and they will defiantly not get the vaccine anyways. I mean, that that's you can you can guarantee that. That's how life will be. I mean, you can guarantee that. Just saying. Well, enough of the tangent, Brian. I thought uh, we already had round one of uh, your slanted politics. Uh, we'll get into a little bit here. Uh, we'll stay in baseball, and then we'll end with WFAN. But baseball, I want to say, I do want to say congratulations to the New York Mets uh, fans, not the Mets, as they you know unceremoniously walked uh, the Wilpons 
out of the bar, which I think if Trump is in that much trouble after election day and he's causing this much of a scene and they the Republicans think that, uh, you know, he has lost, they will walk him out of the bar. Like I think I used this example last week, but still just like your drunk friend who wants to fight everyone and you have to just give them that long walk out of the bar. Say, dude, 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 not, not it's this is not good. This we got to go. We got you got to go. Uh, so they did that to the Wilpons and the Wilpons uh, are gone. A uh, a nightmare is over for the Mets fans. And, you know, I hear a lot of Mets fans saying, oh, watch out. Uncle Steve Cohen now, the new owner of the Mets, 99%, always 9, 99% ownership of the Mets, which is this guy wins or he fails because this is on him. <laughs> 99%. 99. I always 9 Um. He's going to make some big moves. I mean, he's got money to throw around. He's a billionaire. He's a Mets fan. And he's uh, he seems very enthusiastic about owning this this baseball team. And I think it's going to make the Yankees better because the Yankees, I mean, this isn't George around. What if George, imagine if George were still the owner. George is not the owner. George is dead. Okay. He's gone. Forget about it. It's over. Um, but, you know, I think there is a little bit still that Steinbrenner name that doesn't want to be embarrassed. It's Cashman too. I mean, I mean, listen, look at the name, Cashman. I mean, come on. Um, just... The cash part, okay? Come on. Uh, but they don't want to be embarrassed either. So it will be... Here, my, my wife talking to the dog right there. My pretty girl. Um, I think it's made the Yankees better too. They're going to make better acquisitions, not just stupid ones. They're going to go for bigger... And I think New York is going to own baseball again. That is, I think Steve Cohen is going to drive that. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for the Mets fans and I'm happy for baseball. The Wilpons are cheap... Cheap, just you know, they're 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 not good. They're 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 bad for. They're swindled by Bernie Madoff, and they screwed, you know, a, a legion of fans with excuses and horseshit for years. But you know, guys that are past their prime, they're like, oh look, let's bring a nice Dribble Cabrera in here. I mean, he's basically like Barry Bonds, you know, in '98. I mean, come on, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. '98, no, 2000, 2000, yeah, no, '98, 2000, whatever. But congratulations to the Mets fans. I think the Mets fortunes are about to change. <laughs> There's still a part of me in the back that's going, yeah, right. There's going to be something. Steve Cohen is somehow going to be sent to jail, and all his money's going to have to be taken away, and you know, given to you know kids with cancer, all that sort of stuff. But and I like the little shakedown that uh, Bill De Blasio had for him at the end to say, oh, well, I may, uh, you know, there's rumors I may, may not allow the sale. And then all of a sudden, Steve Cohen comes out, and I'm going to donate eighteen million dollars to local uh, businesses and park services in the you know City Field, Flushing area. And Bill De Blasio says, "That's goddamn right." Imagine if that stooge blocked that sale; they'd burn Gracie Mansion down. It would happen. Do not mess with baseball teams in New York. And thanks for the call, CBS Sports Radio. But I mean that that would be outrageous. So. I'm I I see these Mets fans, and uh, you know most of them are just cheering. They're happy. You know some of them are already beating their chest. I mean normally that happens in about March, saying they're going to win the World Series, uh, but some are doing it now uh, just because they, you know they're like children. They don't really understand what winning's like, and they just say things. Um, but I do wish them the best, and I, I I'm I'm happy for them that they don't have to go through the Wilpon garbage anymore because. Uh, I couldn't imagine rooting for a team with such inept owners to be like that day in and day out. And I do like that Steve Cohen, <laughs> Jeff Wilpon, the son, uh, you know, wanted to retain some sort of ownership for the next five years. You know, Cohen said to go to hell, and uh, the whole deal fell through. Then they came back six months later, and they got the they got team even cheaper. And in his parting message, uh, Steve Cohen, not parting, but his incoming message, he said to everyone, oh, thank you for this, thank you for this, thank you, Fred. Did not mention Jeff Wilpon in there. Told him, basically, go to hell, drop dead. <laughs> so if you're the Wilpons, like, you're billionaires, obviously. What do you do with the rest of your life now? You lost at being a good owner of the Mets. What do you do now? If you're still infinitely rich, well, do you just say, wow, I used to own the Mets? Hey, man, how many World Series did you win? No, you were an embarrassment. You're still a loser. <laughs> I mean, granted, they have so much more money than me. I mean, come on. I'm uh, I'm petty pension when it comes to, oh, should I get this kind of paper towel or should I get the, the more expensive kind? You know, so, I mean, obviously, they can get the more expensive kind. Um, I actually bought some toilet paper the other day. And it said, made from 100% recyclable toilet paper. I said, what? They're taking toilet paper with people's shit on it? I mean, I, I hate to get so scatological with this, but I mean, what? 
Are they going into like sewage places and like like with a big hook and they're like, oh, take this out. Yeah, we can recycle this one. Just just get that, bleach that out of it. It's like my wiping my. Like you 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 know what we do with toilet paper. I've 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 said on Twitter before. Next time you and I've said probably said on this podcast several times. <laughs> next time you go to the store, you see some buying a bunch of toilet paper. Imagine that person using the toilet paper. Just imagine it. Just visualize it. See the image. You're welcome. And we'll end it here with uh, two stories that correlate, and that is the WFAN. And, and I, this is what is sports radio now. Sports radio is more entertaining to talk about uh, pairings of hosts and you know goodbyes and departures and all that crap than actually listening to it. I, I cannot remember the last time. I, I think I listened to Chris Moore maybe a few months ago for like uh, an hour. Outside of that, I can't remember the last time I listened to Beningo and Roberts. I mean, that's got to be years, years ago. Again, and I said it when I first moved out here, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, it's not playing in the car. You know, I'm going to go out of my way to use data to listen to these guys talk. I mean, I could do it now, I guess, working from home, but, you know, just can't throw on 660. I mean, it's, it's you know, whatever. But, obviously, the major shakeup, we all know the news. Long time, long time host Joe Beningo, who has been talking about quitting and whining about his job where he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars and, uh, you know, the the input that he has to do and, uh, you know, all of that is finally decided that it is a career and he is moving on to greener pastures, uh, which he will still complain. I do like the line that he said, in the 25 years I've been doing this, not one of my teams has ever won a championship. Bro, oh, the pain. Okay. No, you're wrong, bro. Uh, Joe at one time was one of my favorites on WFAN. I'd say the last God knows how many years. I mean, at least five, five or six, seven, maybe. He's mailed it in. I mean, he doesn't watch the games. He doesn't care. I mean, the, the, the most input you'll hear from Joe Bodengo is, you know, the crinkling of newspaper in the background. They just go, what was that, bro? Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I guess, you know, I uh, Eight seven seven six nine seventy six sixty six sixty six. Uh, Bodengo Roberts on the fan. Uh, it, Guy used to have a ton of passion, made it, made it a lot of fun to listen to. I also like the fact he never backed down from France. That's the two always mocking him. Uh, I told some one story about how they got the old studio or like they were doing construction in the parking spot. And he was talking about how he saw Mike trying to get into the parking lot and the security guard wouldn't let him in. He's like, bro, does that person still have a job today? I mean, how could you ima- imagine that dialogue? I mean, come on, with Mike. <laughs> so Beningo is, uh, God. Imagine the amount of money he's made there in 25 years. Just millions of dollars for a guy that for probably at least a third of it did zero preparation. He's lucky he was like paired with such a geek in Everett Roberts who who, who would do that stuff, who would get into it, you know, he, the grunt work, who will talk. I mean, carrying Joe forever. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Um, who has to be told about stories from like, you know, three weeks ago. So, oh, really? Oh, I didn't hear about this. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Anthony's Cold Fire Pizza, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, CSB and uh, you know, <laughs> all that crap. But good luck to Joe, all that. But obviously the big story is uh, he's being replaced with Mr. Craig Carton, which I find pretty deplorable, honestly. Um, you know, Craig Carton is not one of my favorites. Although it's weird, you know, I don't know when I turned on Craig Carton. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I'm sure you're talking about that at all your cocktail parties. When did Brian turn on Craig Carton? It's a great question. Um, you know, it's another great question. Someone was asking me the other day, what happened to Simon and Yonkers? And it's a great, great question because no one really knows. I mean, there's a lot of theories out there. One of them is I think he joined like a gay dude ranch in Montana. Um, I think he joined some. Then I heard another one that he's like in some sort of cult where they uh, produce children to the rhythmic beat of Menudo. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Or I, there's another one there where he just doesn't want to be on Twitter anymore. That there's, there's a lot of different theories out there. I'd probably go with the first one, the Gay Dude Ranch. It definitely seems more up his alley. I mean, ma- imagine those assless chaps. I mean, jeez, <laughs> come on. I do all the time. Uh, too much, actually. Uh, but yeah, that, that's just another thing I've been thinking about. But Carton himself, he is a... I didn't see the documentary. I heard it was kind of a snooze fest in the sense that he, it was very just like, oh, poor Craig. Oh, bendito. You know, oh, oh is he okay? Oh, you know, he, he's learned so much. Carton seems like a total slime ball um, in that sense that I, I said on Twitter too, like, you hear that? Something happened down there. What's going on? 
she went on the couch. Dog went on the couch. <sighs> to be dealt with, I have to, to beat the hell out of the dog. No, I joke about that. I'm not beating any dog. I wouldn't do that. Oh, this dog has definitely been beaten. I've like picked up my shoes just to put them on. She like cowers in fear. It's pretty sad. I mean, it's got to be a real grade A scumbag. It's something Craig Carton would probably do. Um, it's not very nice. Well, he is a convicted felon, Brian. Anything's possible. You're right. You are definitely right. This is me commending myself within the podcast, not talking to anyone. But Craig Carton, I didn't see the documentary. Um, he's a guy that with WFN commercials, but they're all such sleazy commercials. He's going to be reading those. He's paired with Evan. He's going to walk all over Evan. And I, I, I just don't get the appeal. The, the thing is, he's going to be in the, what, the middays or the afternoons. I don't even know where it is. It doesn't matter. He's not a sports guy. He, he, he's like Trump is like a politician. You know, it's like, I don't really know anything, but I know like I can dip my toe in five miles about stuff where I can talk about it for two seconds. Like, I don't really know any of the stuff. Craig Carton doesn't watch any of the games. I mean, probably watch it more than Benigno, but I mean, that's going to be interesting. And now, also, I want you to ha- go forward in a little practice here too, by the way, because you see a lot, there's there's a strange subsession of the of the world that loves Craig Carton. I'm not sure what it is. Is it because he's he's cool, he's he's a he's an asshole, you know, he makes fun of people and he gambles. There's this weird part of society that thinks it's like the coolest thing in the world to gamble, whether you're 17 or 77. You know, th- they think that's really cool. But I so I want you to do this. The first week that Craig Carton is on. And he's going to do monster numbers that first week because people want to hear what he has to say. It's going to blow Michael. Okay, so they are in like drive time then. So it's going to blow Michael K. away because he did say, I'm coming for you. It's like, okay, God, does anyone even give a shit about this stuff anymore? With so many different venues and entertainment, does anyone really care? I don't care enough where I'm talking about it, I guess, right? But this is how you really define the idiots on your timeline on Twitter. When they sit there and go, oh, thought he wasn't going to draw a crowd, huh? Take a look at those numbers, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Really thought so, huh? What do they have to say now? Those are the dumb people that you follow, all right? I'm calling it now. Those are the dumb people. So please don't be a dumb person. You want to talk about maybe a month or two months and see how those ratings look as opposed to that first week? But I'm just saying, that is the litmus test for idiots. And they're going to be all over your timeline, all over your social media. Just saying. Remember, I told you on November 1st, watch out for idiots. Watch out for assholes in large groups. They are a problem. Hopefully they are a problem on Tuesday. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Again, like I said last week, I don't want Trump to win. If he wins, my life's going to continue for the most part. But uh, I really hope he doesn't. Um, Just because he... I don't like so many things about the Democratic Party. I don't see it enough that I want to vote for Donald Trump. That, that's my thing. That's the way I look at it. Everyone has a little... I just want to remind everyone to vote, by the way. <laughs> Let me smell my own ass. Just remember to vote. Uh, by the way, vote for me. I want to vote for you. <laughs> I will not remind anyone to vote. You want to vote, go for it. If you don't, don't. Do not, I, 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 there's nothing worse than that. And, and and the people that these flexing that they go to vote, it's like you voted. Congratulations. It's your civic right that you, that you have an allowance to do. You also have an allowance to not do it. Like, I should not be that impressed by the fact that you voted. Wow, look at you. <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand that. Of all the things in the world, it's like, look, I got a driver's license. It's like, well, are you, like, mentally stable? Are, are you not physically disabled? Then you should be able to get a, a, a driver's license. Like, that's not an achievement. You voted. Congratulations. Can you eat gum and, you know, walk at the same time? Like, eat gum. Chew gum. Do you eat gum? I, I, I have a dinner of gum, yes. All right, this podcast is done. I want to thank all of you for listening to the Red Ticket Blues podcast as well. We will. Oh, we will. Try to do a – I'll do a podcast next week. I just don't know when this election is actually going to be settled. Um, and we'll go forward. You might see hear a joyous Brian or maybe a somber Brian or maybe Brian just says, hey, this is life, whatever. I have to worry about me, not the person who sits in a White House. You know, At the end of the day – bro, at the end of the day, I mean, come on. The tire tracks on my back. It is what it is. So thank you for listening to the Red Ticket Blues Red Ticket Blues podcast. I love all of you. you guys are great gals too. Um, they uh, listen to the show iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, uh, Amazon. Maybe I should double check that. Podbean, FM Player, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at Red Ticket Blues. 
I know we're all going to be watching on Tuesday. I'll probably, I'm going to, I'm going to say right now that I'm gonna, not going to be on Twitter, but we all know that's going to be a lie. I am full of shit. I will be there. Oh, look at, oh, look at Harris County and oh, 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 look what they're saying here. Blah, blah, blah. Oh God. It is going to be the, you thought 2016 was bad. November 8th, 2016. Get ready for November turd. November turd? Jesus. I need to eat dinner. I'm drinking beer and I haven't even eaten anything in a while. Um, I say a while, like three days, like I've been in like a Cambodian prison or something. But let's all settle in together, folks. With all that being said, later.